Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 35, and it is part of the Whisperer of Lies story arc. Big shout out to the patrons, patreon.com slash adventuring. Look, we know this is a tough time here right there's a lot going on people are buying gifts for one another it's starting to get cold and we just want to say thank you to everyone who helps keep us warm uh, and keep the lights on by paying a little bit uh, every month to our patreon patreon.com slash adventure inc we have had some awesome awesome guests this year i'll be putting out a, a patron only um uh, survey soon to, for them to, uh, to to talk about the guests that we've had this year and which were their favorites uh, which uh, stories we've done have been their favorites and oh man uh, there's a whole bunch of more guests coming as well uh, it, it's been a real a lot of fun that's really the best place for us to bring people on the show uh, on those little one shot episodes that are canon but uh, our bonuses for the patrons it's the best place for us to bring people on they don't have to onboard the whole franchise for the main show uh, but it's a great place for us to, to hang out and interface with some people that you might not have heard before. So head over to patreon.com slash adventuring. Check out those bonus episodes. I'm sure if you ask in the Discord, all the patrons will tell you they enjoy them quite a bit. Uh, or at least many of them will. I don't know. I haven't asked explicitly, I guess. Uh, but you should at patreon.com slash adventuring and uh, at our Discord. All right, you know what? Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. You are, uh, there is still a trail that you believe you can follow, uh, from this place in the woods. Uh, and it, you're, from what you can tell, you are no longer being followed. You, you you dealt with that. <laughs> B- before leaving the uh, Death Watch people, Scarpin just uh, goes over one and kind of uh, prays a bit to Oleander um, and says, uh, Forgive us, Oleander. These were our, our brethren, even though they they hated us. Uh, they hated me and Ellery. Uh, but forgive us and... Uh, we're going to continue doing what's necessary. And he just continues on. A gust of wind blows by. He shivers. 
you had mentioned that they have uh, silvered weapons. Uh, does is any of them carrying a silver dagger? Yes, you can get a silver dagger from. The... Deeran would like to upgrade his regular ass dagger to silver. Silver Excellent. ass dagger. Uh, yeah, amongst them, you uh, each was carrying a sword, and they did have silver arrows as well, silver tipped arrows. Ooh, how many? Uh, between, uh, betwixt the four of them, uh, you, uh, you acquire 30 silvered arrows. Whoa. All right. That's great. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I think I have 35 silver arrows. I'm bumping I'm with silver with silver arrows. <laughs> <laughs> how, how should I play the, the short sword that I've had, uh, intermittently attached to my staff? Like. I don't want a rule. Choose a funny voice pe- for it. Pe- That's step one. <laughs> make it super and horny. Then, and then make it want to get in stuff. Everyone <laughs> loves a super horny weapon. Are you uh, proficient with a halberd? Do you know? No, I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Mikey? No. No. No, I've never, no never even held a sword. What a dumb question. Why would you think that? Well, also, I want to be casting with my shield, so I feel like, mm, no. Halberd's two-hand. Uh, yeah, uh, but you uh. can cast with your shield as long as you don't use this with a wep- as a weapon, and then if you try to use it as a weapon, you would have to drop. That's what I think is probably the case here. Because, I mean, honestly, a quarterstaff with a sword strapped to it is nothing. So <laughs> if you <laughs> want it to be a wow. thing, it has to be something else. I was going to hold it like in between, like hold the staff and then the sword in between my fingers. So it's like pointing perpendicular to the staff. No. Do you have martial (laughs) weapon proficiency as a cleric? I think that you probably do, right? Uh, I don't think so. I think they have simple clerics. Simple. Because is it a long sword or a? Short. It's a short sword. Which I believe is a simple weapon. But I can double check for you. No, it's right. not. It's martial. So you oh, really is? don't oh, have shit. any proficiency at all with the weapon. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I don't ever hit anybody with it. So well, I didn't so receive any bonuses. <laughs> ultimately, what that means is when you attack with the weapon, you do not get your proficiency bonus as an addition to the attack. Cool. Scarpin's going to melt it down. And I think it, it also down. means you don't get your strength bonus to damage. Uh, yeah. Correct. Cool. Cool. Yeah, as soon as he finds a, a smelter, he will be melting it down and coating his staff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's um. going to change the balance of that a lot. <laughs> Not if I do it evenly. <laughs> World's most expensive staff. Yeah. How do you uh, powder coat in D&D times, Anthony? <laughs> Oh, it's how do you very do that? easy. It's how very easy. How do you do that easy. without, um, yeah. I don't Magic. know, burning the wood Yeah, underneath. no, it's, it's super simple. It's not like trying to smash a diamond. It's very simple. <gasps> oh, good. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, phew. Whew. Uh, okay. So what are the uh, f- four of you plus a cat doing? Uh, the cat is uh, grooming itself. Uh, Grimalkin? You're right. We can say cat. It's fine. 
It's a subset. It's like a square. <laughs> We're allowed. Yeah. Okay, yeah, We're a allowed. cat is a gremlkin, but a gremlkin is, is not, not always a cat. Always a cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, cat is in the SRD, so we can we can say that word. <laughs> What's the SRD? Uh, that's the open like the open license for this. I game. really thought that was going to be an SRD's nuts joke, and I just <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I, I fucked up. Like uh, fucked Anthony, up. let's go back. <laughs> SRD's nuts. Just clip that. Oh. Put it in there. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it played well. Um. Um. Does anybody need to rest, or are we okay to keep going? I would. I think we could probably use a rest. Oh, I'm okay. Uh. If. Oh, sorry. I Okay, we'll rest. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Do, I mean, if nobody needs a rest, I I assumed everyone needed a rest. I mean, I I was I was getting kind of antsy. Um Okay. But I but I I was just if we met more death watchers along the way, I also think that maybe if we get to to see my parents and my grandma, then maybe, you know, we could rest there. Um, but I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to, to push anybody. I know that I'm a little bit emotionally clouded right now, so I, I'm leaving it up to you. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, that was a surprisingly easy one for me. I know, uh, probably not for everybody. Scarpin? Yeah, I say we keep going. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. I think Scarpin was the one who got like the most. Yeah. Scarpin well, and Ellery. And, and Ellery. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mo- yeah, fair enough. That's why I was like, hey, we can rest. It's fine. Okay. So the. No way. She doesn't uh, care. Okay. <laughs> she only needs half her hit points anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. I've got a cure wounds open. Uh, I'm fine. Combat starts. <laughs> Cure wounds. <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> so I need an investigation from Ellery, and I need a survival from Bill Roth. And sure. uh, I need um, Dieran to just keep doing what he's been doing. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Dieran's doing doing the back work. You yeah, know, Dieran's been keeping watch. He would if if he didn't see those Death Watchers, we would have uh, not. We would have been effed. So, uh, <laughs> Belroth rolled the 12 for, uh, survival. 16 for Ellery. Okay. Uh, and that is a natural 10 for perception from Ooh, critically nice. average. <laughs> <laughs> Unremarkable perception in every way. You're just watch you're just watching the middle of the road. You're just looking right there at the middle of the road behind you. Bare minimum baby. <laughs> uh okay. So uh you all march off further into the woods. Um Ellery, the signs that you are looking for, um, you still find a couple of them. For you, uh, Belroth, it's almost like this area is starting to be traveled enough uh, that you are losing the path. Uh, it's Clearly, there's someone in the area who has 
Uh, this is a, a traveled area of, of, of for some reason, because you're still in the middle of the woods. Um, but Ellery, you're still able to see a few of the things you were looking for, signs, uh, hints of your uh, grandma having passed through here uh, and your family. And before long, uh, you all come to a clearing. The clearing uh, seems to be surrounding the mouth of a cave that leads down into the ground. Uh, you don't know anything about this, Ellery. This is not a thing you have seen before. It's not like, aha, the spot grandma always took us. It's not that. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, I think that maybe we should check for traps. Um, my grandma's very clever. And she, then, you know, you know, when, when the goats were, were trying to get, into the windows, you know, to get that fresh, fresh baked bread, she would always, you know, make it so the goats couldn't get in the windows. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Belroth is gonna check for traps. Investigation, I assume. Yeah, give me an investigation. Um, Belroth has no idea what he's looking for. He rolled an uh, an eight. <laughs> okay, you find no traps. Deeran is. Yeah, Deeran is doing classic Deeran shit, uh, which is like accidentally knocking like pebbles uh, into the path of where traps might be. Uh, and then, yeah, exactly like putting his hands up and turning around. Uh, he gets an 18 for his investigation check. Okay, yeah, you kick a, a, a bunch of pebbles forward down the path and then freeze uh, as you watch the pebbles come to rest. Nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, Deeran feels cool okay. with like moving forward. I just I think that it would be good to check this place. It doesn't, you know, it's not a place I know or recognize, but it looks as good of any as any other place that we've seen for hiding. It actually looks better than any other place we've seen for hiding. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, no, I don't see anything either. It's pretty dark in there uh and Deeran lights a torch because he's just a stupid old human as you approach the mouth of the cave with the torch a deep wind rushes from the inside of the cave and the torch goes out immediately and it is followed by a deep resonant voice who dares stumble upon this place oh that doesn't sound like my grandma oh (laughs) i'm really sorry uh I didn't mean it. the pebbles like were an accident, man. Uh, uh oh, I'm dear in Lincoln. Hey, fool, flee from this place and do not return. Um, excuse me. I was just wondering. My name is Ellery. I was wondering if maybe you've seen uh my grandma. The wind continues to flow from the cave, but no voice accompanies it. And then emerging from the back, the darkness of the cave, comes a uh, an old woman. Uh, she is... Uh, yeah, know. I really didn't want to say, have you seen an old lady walking by? <laughs> Just in case it really was them. <laughs> have you seen this old bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she uh, looks like older... me but way <laughs> she like, looks like me but like a thousand old. <laughs> uh i mean so 
Ellery's grandmother, uh, she looks older for sure. She is still elven. So uh, old is a relative term uh, mm-hmm. for for them. Uh, so as she comes out, uh, you know, slightly like, you know, you've been hearing all these stories about Ellery's grandma. This woman is, uh, has like graying hair, uh, but is otherwise like, you know, a very attractive elven woman. And she comes out and she says, granddaughter, is that you? Sexy grandma? Is that what you're implying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Aunt May all over again. Over yeah. <laughs> but like with graying hair. So it's like Michelle like, Pfeiffer. so old, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Ellen. Grandma? Grandma, it's me. Um, she turns back. She says, it's them, Eridar. Come. Uh, and she says, oh, Ellery. And she runs over to you and uh, embraces you. Ellery is very happy. <laughs> Steph is fighting back tears. Uh, just... Listeners. <laughs> Listen. they, they can hear. I haven't had a grandma in such a long time. <laughs> oh. I'm literally like... Oh. I don't know. And we were convinced oh that Anthony was going to kill her just outright. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm glad that... Ellery, this is I, unexpected. Ellery, I told you not to come. There is too much no. going on here. Grandma, we were so worried and and there are demons and we've got to fight demons and and we came and they're they're here, but then we looked for you and oh Brad! Brad said he sent you away and and I just we had to find you. Well Brad can say what he likes, but you know what I always say. Get out of town before they push you out of town. And that's what we did. We ran as fast as we could. Uh, Belroth makes eyes with Deeran and Scarfman being like, (laughs) she does say things like that. (laughs) She does say things. (laughs) Yeah, Deeran is is like, uh, in his head, he's thinking, man, it sounds so much wiser when she says it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Grandma, Grandma, these are my friends. Uh, This is Deeran. And Scarpin and Belroth. Hello. And Freya. Hey there. Hey. We met earlier. Uh, Your voice is way different outside of the cave. That's crazy. There's echoes, Darren. Oh, no, that wasn't me. Uh, And behind her walks a uh, human male with a large gray-white beard. Uh, He is in uh, long silver robes, uh, and he's carrying a large walking staff. Gandalf? Um, uh, I'm sorry, what, what did you say my name was? <laughs> oh, no, that was that was Mike. Uh, oh, oh. I understand uh, the confusion because it's <laughs> a stupid thing to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she says, uh, my favorite part about this. <laughs> no, uh, all right. Uh, the last time you saw this character, you named him Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright <laughs> uh, he walks out behind her and she says this is Eridar he's the one I thought might be able to help us uh, deal with some of the problems that are happening here oh um, er- Eridar it's nice to meet you I'm Ellery 
It is nice to meet you, too. I have heard a great deal about you, though I did not expect to have uh, visitors to the cave. Um, so we've been, we've been doing a lot of adventure, and Grandma, you would be so proud of me. I've got so many stories to tell. Uh, Deeran looks behind the group uh, to see, like, if there's anyone coming down the path uh, that they may have created. Uh, he gets a three, uh, but he's pretty convinced he sees something. Uh, and so he turns back to the group and is like, uh, guys, should we like do this elsewhere? Like after we like had to, you know, fight all those bad guys on the way here. Oh, no, you're right. Can mm. we, can we come inside? Uh, yes, uh, we should be able to have room for you all inside. But remember what I always say, hands in pockets, otherwise you'll break something. And she turns and walks uh, into the cavern. Deeran puts, puts her, her hands. hands in her pockets. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she and Aradar walk back into the cave. The cave is not very big. Uh, as you enter this cave, it looks like uh, there's like a large pile of hay uh, across the floor of this cavern. Uh, and then a small pile of hay and that's it. It's, this is all this cavern has within it. Uh, and it's just the two of them in here. And they're like, just, uh, you find a seat on the floor. Grandma, where are mom and dad? Oh, I sent them away. Where? Well, it's probably best if we don't say. It's not that I don't trust you, girl. It's that there are other things listening here. Okay, um, but but they're okay. Philae and Kagan will be just fine. Okay. Diren is very interested in other things <laughs> listening here, and so he whips out his notebook and he writes in it, the lizards, and he shows it to <laughs> Ellery's grandma. <laughs> no Ellery's context. Grandma, uh, squints her eyes looking at the page and then looks at him very confused. <laughs> Deeran, Deeran has a lot of deep thoughts, Grandma. He, he's really good at, at putting the pieces of the puzzles together that, you know, nobody ever really talks about. Oh, well, my only advice for that there, Deeran, is that, uh, you know, if you're looking for something special, you gotta be careful because you might miss all the special things around you. Ellery's like beaming. <laughs> Like, see, she's so. Oh, that's she's a so really smart. good one. That was actually uh, Deeran a very copies, good one. Yeah, Deering copies that one down into a different notebook. Uh, so that's like <laughs> three that he's had out uh, already. Uh, the first being a spell book, the second one being the lizard notebook, and now this one. Lizard uh, book. She, she sits on the small pile of hay uh, and begins to fiddle with some of the, the uh, strands of hay there. Um, and Aradar sits at the uh, on the other one, and he says, "Please uh, feel free to have a seat here. This is my home." Uh, Freya like goes over to one of the the straw piles and just starts like you know doing that thing cats do when they're making a bed, just like <laughs> just like kicking hay all over the cave. Oh, Freya, Freya, it, right? Freya, don't! That's it. That's a bed. She's still doing Freya. it. She's just <laughs> and then like curls up, and then Aradar speaks to Freya. In purrs and grunts. Uh, and uh, Freya 
speaks back to Eridar, and Eridar speaks back to Freya, and uh, Freya moves away from the bed. (laughs) (laughs) What? Cool. You never do that when I tell you to do that. I don't understand. It's fine. She just looks at you. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fine, Freya. It's it's fine. I would give you a treat, but dirinate them all, so... Man, it was a long walk. I was hungry. It's not my fault. We decided, oh no, we can't get lunch. You know, we we had to insult the neighbors before they fed us. Oh, Grandma, I I yeah, you might want to know that I did tell them that their casserole is bad. Oh, Ellery. It was a moment of weakness, and I'm so sorry. I know you always say that you got to be kind before you can make a friend, but I just, I was so angry and I was so scared for you. Well, I understand, and, and things are strange in the village, and I suspect in general, most probably will not remember what happened at all, or at least I certainly hope not, if we can do what we need to do. What did happen? There has been a troubling presence in the village, and the area around. Our... Our dreams have been invaded by a creature of darkness. Red eyes burning in a field of black. No one's been sleeping right for weeks. And on top of that, the dreams have built paranoia and mistrust amongst our people and those who could possibly do us harm. The first band of Death Watchers came through. They started tearing up people's homes, looking for hidden vampires. But it was clear the violence wasn't going to stop there. Obviously, they didn't find any. But we knew it wouldn't be long before they started turning on us. And then we started turning on each other. Small things at first, but you could feel the tension more and more. And that's when I took the family away. Something is not right, and I came here to Aradar to hopefully solve and figure out what was going on, but we haven't had a whole lot of luck yet. Aradar, what do you do? Uh... He looks to uh, your grandmother, who hands you a, a crown of straw that she has made, um, and then hands one to uh, each of you, uh, so that you all have a straw crown. Ellery puts it on. Yeah, Darren puts his on. Yep. Yeah, she she puts on one as well. Uh, um, Belroth puts his on Freya, and then realizes there was two, and, and oh right, and then puts one on his head too. <laughs> Eridar says, I have lived many lives, and I have done many things. What I am now is not what I have always been. There was a time when I was a creature bound to gods. Things have shifted and changed. Now I am a a creature of change, one who cultivates I am a creature known in the old ways as the dragons. 
he uh wings begin to sprout from his back and his body transforms and before you after his full transformation is this very large shimmering scaled dragon uh, down his back are wings like that of a butterfly uh and his uh scales are iridescent as they shift in colors uh back and forth along this uh fey creature you can feel that feeling of fey that you felt from um uh lanyer in the court just radiating off of this creature wow whoa uh Deeran in the same notebook that he wrote Ellery's grandma's quote, uh, like starts scribbling down uh, notes about dragons. Uh, Belroth also starts <laughs> sketching <laughs> furiously. Eridar, if I may say so, you're beautiful. Thank you. That is very kind of you to say. This... That's the voice. Now I see. Now I hear it. It sounds like, sounds kind of the same. Ah, yes. I felt it best if I make first impressions in my more acceptable form. Is, sure. Is the straw crown still on Eridar? Oh, Eridar doesn't have one. Oh, boo. He, she didn't. She didn't give Eridar a straw crown I, for him. I didn't to know meet if there were like Eridar. a magic like root. Like I, I was like, oh, she's giving us a thing to like protect us. No, no. It's just, no, it's just that whenever you meet an old god, you should have a fr- fancy crown. Uh, <laughs> just sort of. Uh, something That's something she, she always strongly. says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she. Uh, I mean, he, Eridar. Uh, he says, I have felt this creature in the world. It touches on the dreams of the people here. It feeds on them, but I do not know what this creature is. Uh, I think we might know a little bit about that. Where we came in this area looking for um, a demon that I believe goes by the name Old Scratch. And Scarpin knows everything about dreams. Yes, that's right. I'm a, a, a dream cleric. Uh, yeah. Uh, you so have walked the way? At one point I have, and uh, I'm able to access it in one, one manner or another. But yes, yes, I know dreams. That is good. There may be need of one who can walk the way in this place. I, I believe th- these creatures, um, they were bound away a long time ago. Um, and that's, I don't know if you've heard the news of the Demon Isles, but they've been, that that is basically where they have come from. And I believe this is the, some kind, I think it's also called the Whisperer of Lies. So the fact that people are turning on each other sounds like it's M.O., Indeed. So. Grandma, we were there when they came back. We were supposed to be trying to save them, and, and we tried really hard, but we were basically dead, and we couldn't. And then they came out of this portal, and they all came one by one, and and, and there were just so many of them. And, and then 
Uh, and then grandma, and then we traveled back in time. And then I can't, child, I can't even. Child, child, this story is not over. Tell me the story when it is all complete. You don't even know if this is a good story or a sad story yet. How can you just no, tell me right. the pieces? I'm sorry, I just got too excited. I know, child. I'm very, th- I'm thrilled that you're finding your own tales to tell. And I can't wait to hear them when they're all together. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll work on, I'll work on getting it finished so that, that it sounds better too. Because the word choice in that was really just awful. And it's not just finishing the story. As I always say, you got to stop and look around and make sure if you're telling a story that you're part of, that you're really feeling what's happening and not just observing. Yeah, I'll, I can do better on that. Child, I'm sure you're doing fine. Thanks, Grandma. So we were, we came here uh, to see you, of course, but uh, to, to stop old scratch we we wanted to rid him of get rid of him um do we, do you know where they are i think that they are everywhere i believe that they have found their way to walking the realm of dreams and now they move between us all who walk that realm Scarpin, are we going to have to go to Dreamland to fight him? Yeah, can you make us go there, Scarpin? I've never brought anyone else. Uh, anytime I've traveled with somebody there, they, they were able to go themselves. Uh, Eridar, can you send them with me? I am a creature of transformation. It is what I do best. I make things change. I cut back so that it may flourish. I alter. I rearrange. Me and my siblings, we all share this destiny now. If you look at Eviara, there are things here that are different and strange from the rest of the world. That is our doing. If you look to the forests, to the north, the ones where things have twisted and changed, that is our doing. There are places we have touched, wild and untamed, that are our hand at work. We seek to cultivate. You can be cultivated. Your ability to travel the dreamscape, to walk that world, and to bring them with you in a state other than their normal dreams. It can be brought forth. But what we have learned these long years is that transformation, it has a toll. It takes so that it may grow. Sometimes you must cut the head off a flower 
that it might grow back stronger and more vibrant. Grandma, that sounds like something you might say. I've heard him say it before, and I think it's it's really a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Um, if we're looking for stuff that'll, like, uh, give us visions and, like, stuff that you can uh, transform those visions into reality, I saw some... Like, I saw some plants growing on the way that I totally recognized. Uh, they need to be, like, dried out for a little bit, but, like, you know, let me know. Uh, we can go pick some real quick. Uh, when we... Uh, do we need to offer something that would be, I don't know, related to the demons to, like, get there? I What I can offer has nothing to do with that creature. Okay. I can offer access to a place I believe to be tainted by that creature. But to do that, one would have to provide a way for me to allow that to come out in you. Dreamwalker. Mm. If you wish to bring others to this place, this realm that you can walk, it must be a part of you that changes, that allows that. Well, I, I should tell you, ever since I spent too much time in the Deadlands, I, I, lost, I lost the ability to dream the regular way. When I fall asleep, I, don't, I no longer dream. Is that something you could remove and that could be change that, that would be actually ideal the world of dreams is two pieces of the same place it is a thing that we can touch each of us unconsciously by accident this is how most interact with this world they slip their consciousness into it. And when they go, they go lightly to the world of dreams. It is enough to allow for communication, but it is not enough to put oneself fully there. You, as a walker of dreams, you have the ability to put yourself there more fully, to manifest in that world. That you have lost one aspect, and not the other, means you have not lost your connection to dreams. Something blocks you. That much is true. But a block can be lifted. I cannot cut away your block to make you blossom. Sometimes one must bleed for what they want. I have to take from you something you value, that you may access parts of yourself you did not know even existed. I wish that this were not the case. There were a time once where I might be able to look upon you and simply embolden you. That time has passed. And now I have a price I must take. Uh, what 
do you is, do you know what you need, or do I have to decide? I can never know what I need, and I can never truly know if the price you pay will be enough. But you can offer a price, and I can try to cut away those pieces and allow them to grow anew within you. And we shall see what you arrive at. We will all be surprised by what you become. My recommendation. We seek the realm of dreams. That is a dream that is a realm connected to your mind. It should be from your mind that you offer. Well, I could, the most recent time that my family and the other clans gathered uh, outside the High Basilica, our most recent refresh, that was the last time I saw any of them. Would a memory be acceptable? Memories help to shape who we are. If you wish to become someone different than who you are, a memory is a key piece to give away. But I do not think you wish to become someone different. I think you wish to do something different. Scarvin looks down at his shield. This is uh, his grandma. And he looks at Ellery's grandma. Um, Scarvin's relationship with Oleander's uh, a little bit different with the turtles. So he worships Oleander less as the winter queen and more as the goddess of bounty and renewal and feels like it's time to change his holy symbol to a more fitting uh, holy symbol instead of the snowflake on the outside of the shield. So, Eridar, this was my, my, my grandmother's. He holds up his shield. This uh, not directly from my mind. It's very important and uh, very connected to my access to the dream world. I would give this up. He takes the object in one large uh, paw and he closes his eyes and he breathes in deeply over it. This object, you are right. It is heavily endowed with your connection to the dream. Curiously, it is not connected with strands of your mind, but it is with your spirit 
that it has bonded. This is a fragment of your soul that has connected to this thing. This is quite a change to call such a thing from yourself and what it means. This is important. We saw the world change as a result of these demons. We can't... We have to do something different. So I'm willing to sacrifice this for that. In some ways, the transformation you ask for is not enough for the cost you will be paying. But in other ways, it is difficult to transfer between types of power like this. There may be... I believe what you are looking for can occur. There may be unintended side effects. Are you prepared for such a thing? Scarpin looks at the group. Man, it's not too late to, like, go get those, you know, those plants I saw earlier. <laughs> Scarpin turns around, looks at Eridar. I do not believe those plants will have the effect you are hoping for, unless you wish to bring shadowy amalgams of your friends into the dream walk with you. That probably wouldn't work. Could be good enough, right? If you wish to fight this creature alone, that would be good enough. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Scar Scarpin looks at Belroth and Ellery. Ideas? I mean, maybe you could give him something like a little less special. I mean, if it if it has to be connected to the mind and it's not a memory, what's something that you know uh, or something that you dream of, even, something that you want and desire, you could give that up. That seems pretty powerful. It's not necessarily, like El like Ellery said, it's not something as valuable, but it's still value. But this is something that you've really wanted for a long time. Ever since the first time I've met you, this is all you've really mm -hmm, talked mm -hmm. about, right? Yeah, reclaiming what I felt made me me, made me yeah. special. So yeah. I think if it's worth it to you, you should do it. Yeah, and like the magic man said that you would, so like mm -hmm. this might be the chance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I trust your judgment. I think you'll make the right decision. Feel like I'm gonna be hit a lot more, but uh, Eridor, I, I think this is this is it. Very well. He lifts the shield up and puts it in his mouth, inside his massive jaws, and. Uh, he takes in another breath and then 
crunches down onto the shield uh and it shatters in his mouth uh, and he crunches crunches and crunches and then blows out a breath of hot air not like fire <laughs> just like hot warm humid air um and flecks of shell spray against you scarpin but there is also a feeling uh that comes with it first of great loss. You can feel any feeling that you have of disappointment is magnified uh, as this washes over you. And then there is a small ember that is left as that begins to fade. And that ember begins to grow into a fire in your soul. And you feel a strength awaken within you. And now, when the darkness comes again, you can take up to four other creatures with you on a dream walk. Woo! Uh, yeah, yeah. Time to buy yourself what a convenient a, number. Yeah. <laughs> four. Oh, yeah, because Freya as well. Freya can come. Erdara, I choose you. <laughs> Unintended we can consequences. Have that conversation if you want. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Scarpin's still a little bummed. Scarpin, how do you feel? Uh, it feels really weird not having grandma's gr- grandma uh, uh, anymore. Uh, but I feel like. This, we, we we gained something too. But and I, I think Ellery gives him a hug. We can do this, Ellery. Yeah. Uh, once Ellery finishes hugging him, uh, Deeran also gives Scarpin a hug, uh, and he looks at Ellery and then at Ellery's grandma and then back at Scarpin and puts his hand uh, like on Scarpin's chest and he says, "Somebody once told me." Uh, that somebody really wise once said, you know, uh, it doesn't matter where you where you go or how far away they are. Uh, you can bring the important people with you right here, man. Uh, and he taps Scarpin's chest. And as Deeran finishes, Belaroth puts a, uh, a hand on his shoulder and, and says, like, remember that you didn't lose this. This was changed. It was transformed to be more part of you in a different way to make you stronger. You haven't lost it. You've lost the thing. But now the thing is more part of you than ever. Uh, I, I like that, Belroth. Thank you. Belroth pauses. What about the other thing? Yeah. Nah, Deeran's good. (laughs) Deeran's good. He's fine. (laughs) Scarpin hugs Belroth again. But this is the first hug. Belroth, I only put the hand on the shoulder. (laughs) No, that's fair. (laughs) And we hug again for the first time. (laughs) Um, Like Idra always says, you can't hug someone again if you haven't hugged them for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, Erdar Erdar is there any um, 
Uh, t- uh, tips, I don't know. Uh, we, we learned a little bit about the demons, but now that I bring them there, uh, has he been trying to accomplish anything here that maybe that will help us find him in, or within the dreamscape? He has been whispering into the minds and dreams of those who slumber. He has been touching their thoughts. He will find places that he can do the most damage. Sorry, I just had this image of like Shrek voice and get out of my thoughts. (laughs) And it's all I could think of when he said that. Sorry. Just (laughs) that's it. Go back to being dramatic. I do not know. The power of... I will. I'm just... I'm gonna. Uh, (laughs) I do not know the power of this creature. It is something I have never encountered before. And its power may be greater there. I do not know. But seek it in the dream. And search for whatever advantages you can find. Because it will not be easy. Okay, no, we, we, we will, and we will destroy them, and, uh, Ellery's grandma, we'll, we'll, we'll make it safe for you to go back. I'm sure you will, dear. Um. I trust anyone that my granddaughter has chosen to be one of her companions, I am sure, has a, is very capable of doing anything you say you can. That being said, though, Grandma, maybe is it okay if we rest here for a little while until we go into the dream world and fight a demon? I think it would be kind of hard for you to go into the dream world without resting, dear. <laughs> yeah, Ellery. Go on, sorry. I was just, it's, it's hard to dream when you're not sleeping. Yeah. That one's we right. We always say that. <laughs> <laughs> But is there is there a way that we could like maybe get a full night's sleep and then right at the end of our full night's sleep then we go into the dream world? I don't know how it works, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I guess that was a, a question for Scarpin. Yeah, I'll be able to... I know I'll be able to control that. Um, I'll wait yeah, until we're ready. Yeah, I usually have my most... That's good, man. I usually have my most vivid dreams like right before I wake up. You know what I mean? How do you know? So like I feel like well, cuz you know, uh I have the dream and then I wake up, you know? Oh, sure. <laughs> DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know, word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventuring, or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success.
<laughs> Serious business. <laughs>